quite the battle between the Wild and the Sabres, but unfortunately the Wild come up short 6-5 to five in overtime. We break down all the action on tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. You are Locked on Wild postcast, part of Locked on Sports Minnesota, your team every day. Minnesota Wild lose 6-5 to five in overtime to the Buffalo Sabres. And welcome into tonight's Locked on Wild postcast. Quite the game between these two teams. And uh, a lot of good for the Minnesota Wild. But ultimately, they end up getting one out of two points here tonight uh, ahead of tomorrow's game against the St. Louis Blues. We saw Brandon Duhame return to the lineup tonight. Matt Zuccarello obviously didn't play. And so plenty to discuss uh, in this one, but uh, let's just start by uh, looking at the ebb and flow of uh, an exciting game against a very, very good offensive team in the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, this was a, a tight battle early on. The Wilds trailed early and then uh, were able to take a 2-1 uh, to lead. Buffalo then scored to tie it. They untied it. And went up by two at four to two. And at that point, it looked as though it was going to be one of those games for the Minnesota Wild where things kind of got away from them. And the Buffalo Sabres were going to uh, skate their way to a at least four to two win. But credit to the Minnesota Wild for flipping the script and uh, not allowing that to be the outcome in this game. And uh, I tweeted about it. At the time, there was uh, time winding down in the second period. Said, hey, if the Wilds can get a goal here to cut it to 4-3, to three, they're going to put themselves in uh, a pretty good spot to you know, hopefully do something to maybe tie it up and potentially take the lead in the third period. And what happened? Ryan Hartman right in front of the net, able to deflect a uh, pass from Freddie Goudreau in for a goal. And there you have it at 4-3. to three. And uh, from that point then, the Wilds came out with some great energy in the third period. They were able to tie the score uh, courtesy of Marcus Foligno coming up with uh, the messy goal uh, in front of the net. Didn't even know really that it went in. Uh, just happened to uh, to go in um, off the Sabres goalie. So 4-4 at that point. The Wilds get a couple of, uh, couple of good looks. Then a power play and Jewel Erickson Eck able to uh, to score it at that point to make it five to four. Set it again. You're going to need at least probably one more to feel comfortable with this one because of how good the Sabers are offensively. Wild just couldn't get it. The Sabers started to tilt the ice in their favor, and uh, they got the equalizer goal to tie it up at four uh, at five five. And uh, just some unbelievable looks for both sides in the overtime, mostly for the Sabres, as uh, they had Alex Tuck with an unbelievable look. Uh, Skinner had an unbelievable look himself. Marc-Andre Fleury makes a couple of great saves. But then with time winding down, Rasmus Dahlin caps off the monster game for him. And um, that ends it for the, uh, the Wilds, so they do get one point. But um, if you're going up against a team in the Sabres that is as good offensively as they are, there are some things that happen tonight that you just 
can't let happen. And whether it be some breakdowns defensively or the some of those goals that Marc-Andre Fleury let in, for as good as he was, he was fantastic. Let's not let's not get into, you know, six goals allowed is not great. He had some unbelievable saves to keep this game going uh, down the stretch. But a couple of those goals are goals that you would like back. The goal to tie it up that leaked through uh, after he had shut his pads to try to corral it, that's one you got to have. Uh, that first goal that the Sabres scored on a, uh, a shot from the, uh, the right side faceoff circle, probably one that Flurry would like back. But then you got to give credit to just some of the things that the Sabres did themselves. Uh, that Tage Thompson power play goal, I don't care which goalie you are. If Tage Thompson hits his spot on that play, it's a goal. Goes top shelf, zips it right past Flurry's shoulder. It, it's it's not an easy save for a goalie to make. And so while there were some goals that Flurry would like to have back, it's a really good offensive team in the Buffalo Sabres. And it was a fantastic game here um, through and through. So you regroup. Obviously, wild players were not thrilled with um, how things played out in that overtime period. But there's nothing you can do about that. You've got to play with what is going on on the ice at that given moment. And you look at the positives in this game. I thought Brandon Duhame was great in his return to the lineup. He had uh, the equalizer goal to uh, to tie it up at 1-1 because of what he does when he's out there on the ice. He was the net front presence on the Hartman-Goudreau line and happened to get knocked down as the puck came to him, but still had the wherewithal to collect himself and to uh, to send it past and in for a goal. He He did that. He had a couple of big hits in this game, but then he was a net front presence once again on the Ryan Hartman goal. Uh, to cut it to 4-3 to three with a minute left to go in the second period. So I thought Duhame was really good. We'll talk a little bit more about that um, as we kind of turn our focus to tomorrow's game. And you look at the kaprizov boldy Steel line, the Grief line, and the Goudreau-Hartman-Duhame line. Those lines had some really good opportunities throughout the night offensively, and they cashed in on him. So a lot of really good things we saw offensively. It's just defensively we saw some breakdowns and uh, the Sabres capitalized on a lot of absolutely grade-A looks that they were able to get throughout the night. And so if you allow them to do that, that's a team that is going to capitalize on those more often than they are not. So it's it would have been nice to be able to pick up the two points, but I think considering how things played out and the fact that it was a 4-2 to two deficit in the second period and you're able to rally to tie, take the lead, and come away with one point in this one, I think you got to feel all right about that on the first night of a back-to-back without Matt Zuccarello as well. That's the other thing. No Matt Zuccarello in this one. I don't know what that would have... I mean, obviously it helps... 
you want him on the power play, you want him on that Kaprizov line. Obviously, it would have helped, uh, but you know the issues were more defensively tonight than they were on the offensive side. So, a point tonight. The Wild will set their sights on St. Louis tomorrow. Uh, it does not sound like Jordan Bennington will be in the net because he played Montreal tonight. So, Tomas Grice, I think, will be in net for the Blues tomorrow, but... We'll have, to, we'll have to wait and see because the Tampa Bay Lightning just did that the other night where they started the same goalie in back-to-back games. But the Wild lose 6-5 to five in overtime here tonight. We've got a few more thoughts to wrap up, including uh, a statement made, I think, by Brandon Duhame that he will, I think, just find his regular spot in the lineup going forward. And uh, we'll take a look at a couple of other things as we uh, wrap up tonight's game. In tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast, after a word from our sponsors. Tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast is brought to you by Built Bar. If you're looking for a delicious treat but don't want all the fat and calories, then you have to try Built Bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal was to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier but you don't want to compromise on taste, then Built Bar is the way to go. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious, you won't think they're good for you. Perfect for your New Year's resolution. And they come in amazing flavors, such as churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. So you're heading to your computer to order them now, right? Well, if you live near a Walmart, you can get them at either your local Walmart or Sam's Club. So either head to Built.com and browse their selection and order yourself a box today, or head to your local Walmart or Sam's Club to pick them up in person. Either way, get your new year started right with Built Bar. Today's Lockdown Wild postcast also brought to you by BetOnline.net. They are your number one source for sports betting info, plus stats, news, and analysis. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to college bowl season to basketball and the World Cup, they've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can even find those at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info. So head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action at BetOnline, where the game starts. Continuing tonight's Lockdown Wild postcast, Minnesota Wild fall by a score of 6-5 to five in overtime. And it was a rough night for the fourth line. In this one, to say the least, you had Connor Dewar uh, getting called for a penalty. The uh, Sabres em- scoring immediately after uh, after that penalty was called. Um, also had a couple of turnovers as well. But Mason Shaw and Ryan Reeves were not super good either. And so I think with the fact that Brandon Duhame has returned to the lineup, once this team gets to full health, Brandon Duhame is not going to be the one sitting. Because Brandon Duhame showed everything that he brings to the table in this one tonight and why he is such a fixture in this lineup when he's healthy. He reestablished some of that net front presence. I call it a net front nuisance that, uh, that he brings to the table. And that was on full display in this game tonight. He has a lot of elements of Jewel Erickson Eck to his game. Maybe not as good defensively. But he 
is a pest out there. And he does a really good job of using his physicality while also disrupting a lot of what the other team is doing. And he also is a high-motor, high-energy guy. Uh, He is somebody that I think breathes some life into this team. So when the decision comes as to who is going to sit, I don't think Brandon Duhame is going to be the guy to do it. It's going to be one of Mason Shaw, Ryan Reeves, or Connor Dewar, and honestly, just to kind of get everybody up to full strength, you could do a lot of rotating between those groups and occasionally subbing out players higher up in the lineup. Brandon Duhame can fill in on the grief line. Connor Dewar can add some speed higher up in the lineup as well. And so it's an asset that this team's going to have to have that additional forward that has accumulated a lot of playing time this year to be able to give this uh, this team some breathers down the stretch. But I think we saw a lot of what Brandon Duhame excels at on full display here in this one. And so I think his position as one of those guys that's in the lineup on a regular basis, I think that's pretty solidly set. Now, the big question heading into tomorrow's game is the availability of Philip Gustafson. Is he going to be able to start tomorrow? Um, He was ill, obviously, late in the game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Did not make the trip to Buffalo. So has he uh, returned to full health? We'll find out, I'm sure, in the morning. But uh, then he would be the one that would start uh, against the St. Louis Blues, who are battling with the Montreal Canadiens and ended up losing 5-4. to four in that game. So the Blues struggling against the Canadians. And uh, I think we are going to see, based off of how that game ended, I think we'll see a little bit of a jump from the uh, the Minnesota Wild going into the game against the Blues tomorrow night. Because it's the Blues, for one. But uh, also, I think the Wild a little... Um, Frustrated about how things went defensively, so um, it'll be it'll be a fun matchup between the Blues and the Wild, as it typically is uh, when they take the ice tomorrow night. So some good in this game against the Sabers, but ultimately, as I alluded to, if you allow a lot of those things to happen uh, for the Sabers offensively, they're going to cash in. And so that's the moral of the story here is you've got to be a little tighter defensively to shut them down as opposed to let them kind of dictate those grade A chances, which they were able to do here tonight. That will wrap it up for today's episode, uh, postcast here tonight for Lockdown Wild. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. Make sure to join us for a pregame preview tomorrow as well as for a postcast after the game as we hope that the Wilds can get back into the win column against the Blues. Make sure you take the time to subscribe to Locked on Wild on YouTube and on your favorite podcast platforms. We've got you covered with new episodes every Monday through Friday, plus pregame and postgame content for you as well as we keep you up to date on all things Minnesota Wild all throughout the week with new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network.